the rock bottom that he's in and he's like it means talking to like he's like for me it's talking to god and chang tatum's like god he's like god can be anything man he's like it can be this dog if you want as long as you're talking it could be a men's group it can be whatever but you need to be talking and this type of stuff yeah and Channing Tatum was sort of starting to do that with the dog throughout the trip. Like whenever yeah, I talk to my dog all the time when I'm alone. Me with too. Them. <laughs> and I make them answer. Yes. Doom, 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 boom. Let's snoot, snoot, boom. Let's snoot. Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. I'm Heidi. And I'm Vero. And this is how we boop it. <laughs> <laughs> nice 90s throwback. <laughs> oh my god, who sings that? It's like something uh, Jordan. I, mm, yeah, maybe it was Montel Jordan. Shout out to Montel Jordan for our intro <laughs> this week. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> yes, yes. This is a this this episode's gonna be a spoiler alert. I'm gonna put that out there right out the get-go. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about a movie. Yes. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But before we start, we would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw, as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. Thank you, Holy Raw. And also a big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 Luck Hallway, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram, at Stray Dog Brewing Co., and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Thank you. And you can find our sponsor's details in this episode's description. Um, Before before we get into our, our our spoiling activities... Um, I wanted to give an update and I'm, I'm sort of on the fence with this one and maybe I'll be asking some, some advice from different people, but I think I was talking about how one of my dogs, so I have two Weimaraners, we've got the Gibbon and the Lou and Gibbon has a super sensitive tummy and Lou I'm finding, I think has like allergies. So Mm. I've tried a few different things now and it doesn't really seem to be helping much. And like her ears are just like. Oh my God. So I clean her ears every weekend with, so let me tell you about her symptoms first. So nonstop, like scratching, always like constantly itching. Every morning she gets up, she jumps off the bed. It's flap, flap, flap of the ears. And then the itching starts and it's itching of the ears and it's itching of the belly and it's itching of like everything. Her belly is covered in like, like red rash, like 
always. And sometimes I find at night it flares up where it's like super red and inflamed and it looks like hives almost. And, mm. um, but other times it looks a little bit better, but it's, and then the ears are just like bumpy and you can see that she just, it almost looks like eczema, like yeah, in her ears and stuff. It's just like super in her ears. It's different than her belly. Like, and I think in, in her armpits, like it gets like really like red and like raw looking, whereas yeah. her belly, it's like dry but will sometimes flare up like hives, like I said. And then her ears are just like dry, 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 dry. And it's like flaky skin. And it feels like sandpaper. Her poor ears. And she the, hmm. she must be like so uncomfortable. So here's what I've tried. First, um, I started with trying a little bit of hydrocortisone cream. So we would put that on her ears and then it would get better. But as soon as we stop, it comes right back again. So I don't know if we just need to be putting hydrocortisone on the dog on a daily basis and just keeping it at bay that way. Yeah. Um, we've tried, um, I tried, well, I, like then the next thing I did, cause I was like, this just isn't getting better is I switched her food. I was feeding my dog a, s- a certain brand of dog food that was known to be like one of the m- more high quality ones in Canada. And then they were bought out by uh, a US company and I remember seeing an article like in my feed somewhere saying mm-hmm. like if you feed your dogs this food like be like be aware of like what's coming type of thing and now even Gibbon gets like raw stuff in his armpits he doesn't have like symptoms to the effect of uh, yeah Lude and it's does. the same food yeah they were eating the same food so anyways I decided to uh in terms of Lou switch her food to something else but I don't want to switch Gibbon's food because he has a tiny little bit of like inflammation in his pits and it seems to go away or get better like when we put cream on that and and not come back as much but no other issues so I don't want to change his food because I don't want to send his tummy into an upset again it's going to be like awful but I switched Lou's food because her tummy isn't sensitive just her skin is so switch the food we've been on the new food for about a week and a half now not noticing any difference at all and so we, I started giving her Benadryl just because I feel bad for her and she must yeah. feel so uncomfortable. But I don't want to be giving my dog Benadryl every day either. Do you think it would be something else? Like, have you washed no, your bed sheet? Like, like, so since like you haven't changed her, detergent? No, okay. no. So since we've had her, we've been using... Sorry, have you washed your bed sheets? <laughs> have you washed your bed? Um, no, we use, a, again, a Canadian company where it's like natural products. It's, I'll, okay. throw, I'll throw that company out there because I love them so much. They're called True Earth. And what their their whole thing is moving away from single-use plastic. So I get this big box and it's like a laundry soap sheet that dissolves in, in, in the machine Ooh. and it comes in a cardboard box. And then now they're extending to like every other cleaning product. So they have strips that you put in that's like a multi use household cleaner so you just put it in a bottle okay toilet bowl cleaner so it's a strip and same thing all comes in cardboard recyclable like packaging so toilet bowl strips true earth we love maybe i should reach out to them for a sponsorship (laughs) (laughs) they're so good and now they're starting to make uh dishwasher tabs so i can't say enough good things about the true earth company and it's not like chemically like driven stuff either so 
Yeah. Okay. So not Don't think it's the detergents. I'm trying to think of other stuff too, because like you read these articles or you hear these stories, like I can remember like hearing this from several stories and I don't know whether it's a wives tale or not about dogs get suddenly getting like super ill or sick and it's because of a Glade plug-in or a Febreze plug-in and those types of things really make them react. We don't use any of that type of stuff. What about um, like walking in the winter, maybe the salt? Mm, yeah like it splashes on her stomach when she's walking maybe but then her ears I don't know yeah I don't know so I what what I'm wondering at this point is is it time to go to the vet but I'm just like so when when Wiggum had all of these skin issues and stuff like that like what did the vet tell you because I feel like they're going to be like oh and try changing the food or try or try to sell me a super expensive cream or try to expend, sell mm-hmm. me an expensive bag of food that I know is horrible for them, like, you know? So I tried different foods. There was one that was better, although, like, not the best, like, what was in it. Um, looking back, I'm sure, like, raw food would have really helped them. Mm-hmm. But then there was this medication called Venectyl P, and it was an anti-inflammatory and a steroid. And it's usually supposed to be used seasonally. Mm-hmm. But that was the only thing that would relieve him. But it's really hard on the kidneys. Kidneys oh. or liver? Yeah. Oh. So he was on it year-round because yeah. I didn't know what else to do. Because he would yeah. scratch and he, like, almost hyperventilate. Like, he was just so itchy. Mm. See, and she's not at that point. She just itches a lot. And like I said, like, the back of her ears are, like, bald from mm-hmm. itching. From the itching. Yeah. But she's not, I don't see her panting or anything like that. And she's not like obsessively licking like paws or anything yeah. like that to the point of raw or chewing or any of that. It's it's just a lot of itching, I find. Like a lot of just, she's constantly, and I'm like, stop it! And I try to stop her. But, you know, she's like on her own throughout the day. But anyways. Well... Maybe I'll try to go to the vet and I'll test my threshold with the vet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I know they're going to be like, let's put her on this bag of food for, you know, for uh, 180 bucks for like a half friggin' bag. (laughs) Then you should do raw food. (laughs) Well, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about maybe like after this bag of food, if I don't notice a difference with her is like trying another one. Do you remember when we like a long time ago when we were doing like back to back episodes on food? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we went. We went and checked out all the different products that were there. Do you remember we found a big bag of food that was like freeze dried? It was like a powder and with freeze dried stuff in it. Yeah. And that it was all natural. I want to go back and find that because I remember it being comparable to what we're paying for this food that we're on. Yeah. And I wonder if that would that help might. her because it might be a bit more au naturel. And then I wonder if it would even help Gibbs. Because I'll, I'll, I'll be straight up. I If I won the lottery, I'd be on Raw in a hot second. But because, you know, we have a young family. We have yeah. kids that are coming up on like expensive things like university and college. <laughs> so I like, I just, I, I can, I, I'll be honest with you. I can't afford like a raw food diet for two 
size of the dogs that I have yeah. too. Like it's going to be. Yeah, it's expensive. It, it is. It's expensive. Look, do you hear them barking? They're really upset about it too. I say that. <laughs> when they were watching Millhouse eating? Ex- yes, exactly. Well, what is that? Did, did I tell you that? They were like at the window just being like oh, <laughs> wide-eyed like what the actual heck? <laughs> what is that? Me wants it. Me wants it. One bite, please. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyways, well, I'll be interested to see what the vet says, but maybe I should try switching food one more time to something. Yeah, I would try it just one more yeah. time. And then I'll try that. And then and then I'll go to the vet. Poor Lulies. Poor Lulu. Now, speaking of Lulu. Ooh, we'll get, we'll, we'll, <laughs> that's a good segue. Yeah, that is a good segue. So I decided to watch the movie. So again, spoiler alert, everybody, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, is it called The Dog? I think it's called The Dog, eh? Yeah, or just Dog. I watched it a while ago. Yeah. So yeah. Ch- Channing Tatum in it. And um, I was, like, buckling up for, like, a, a dog's purpose type of, like, ugly crying. <laughs> With like... your box of Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, there are some moments in it that will definitely make you tear up and stuff. But it's, um, this one's... I th- I think it was a beautifully done movie um, about the therapeutic relationship between humans and dogs. Yes. And so. And how like, just like throughout the movie, you can see the dog change, like their interactions. Um, You can see them connecting more and more. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is. There's like some really nice moments in there. And it's like definitely from a human side of things, but also like from like building a relationship. Yeah. And building trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With with the doge. So um, I'll give you a brief overview of the movie. So the whole concept is Channing Tatum is a war vet who was part of like a super elite like group. I don't know how the u.s military works sorry but it was like posted constantly like you know to different trips and different dangerous places where dangerous things happened and um that type of thing and i think he sustains an injury where he's unable to work and be a part of his battalion group oh my god there's there's something going on over here anyways and um so he's trying to get back to work because war vet- veterans usually do like when and when you belong to a group and you work super hard and this is what you're trained to do and then you're injured and can't do it it's like and you can mm-hmm. see him struggling like he's working like crap jobs his life is just like really like it almost looks rock bottom and yeah so th- it, it sets it up really well in that this is what a lot of war veterans are living like honestly like they come back they've done all this crazy stuff for their country and then they're like working at subway because there's nowhere else for them to really go there's no supports in place for them when they're injured and they're just like super down on their luck so anyways so another person from their battalion was uh, um killed and he had a dog and like it starts uh, up the movie showing photos of the dog being on duty with them and say this highly trained dog and I have to say, I'm not a, like, in terms of like looks and stuff like that, I'm, I've never been a huge fan of the Belgian Malinois. I think they're amazing and they're trained pr- like for this type of stuff, security work yeah. and job and like all this kind of stuff. Um, this dog was friggin' beautiful. Oh my yes, God. I think they're beautiful. 
I think they're beautiful. Like they're not the sh- typical dog that I would no. get, but yeah. Yeah. They look yeah. Yeah. But oh my god, she <clears throat> she's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's so cute. Like just like from I was just like, oh my god, look at that dog. Like right at the get-go. So like nice casting job. <laughs> people who made this <laughs> people who made this movie. Anyway, so uh he's he goes out with a bunch of friends he's been begging these officers because he needs to be medically cleared to come back to work and these officers are saying like no because he's having all these health issues and that da, 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 da. anyway so he goes out um this one night and is like begging one of his officers to just like medically clear him so he can get back to work because he's just miserable like you know yeah. in the situation that he's in and then so the next day he at, invites him to the base and he's like okay i've got a job for you and so this dude <laughs> the friend of channing tatum's had this dog and like now the dude had passed away and this dog is like incredibly like uh, aggressive and triggered by things and mm-hmm. um like so she has a muzzle on like the first you see her in the movie and she's in this cage and basically they're saying the family wanted her at at the dude who passed away's funeral. So they're asking Channing, Channing Tatum to drive this dog down to whatever state it was that the family lived in for the funeral because they want the whole like, you know, do- like mourning dog like at the at the grave site and stuff like that. And so Channing Tatum's like, yeah, all right, let's do it. So he like puts in the, the so they're starting to give him instructions. So like, I remember, do you remember the first scene where he meets the dog and he goes into the cage? And no. So the dog, the oh, dog, the dog's in the cage and he goes in. And he's like, see, that's not bad. And he's like petting her, but she's got the muzzle on, and her name's Lulu. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and uh, he's petting her, and then he's he he turns back to the guys and is like, see, like what this is so bad, like I got this or whatever. But he pets her ears, and then she just friggin like jump like attacks, <laughs> and um, they're like, you can't touch her ears, and they're like, they're they're like, yeah, I, I let you figure that out on your own. So they're like like making fun of him or whatever, and she had a muzzle, so she didn't <laughs> hurt him or anything. But anyways, you you couldn't touch her ears, so I uh, know. Because that uh, was a strong trigger for her. So um, anyways, they begin their journey in the car together, like in the States. And <laughs> yeah. so she she can wear the muzzles, but you have to let take the muzzle off for certain times during the day because she overheats. He has her in a crate, like in the back of his truck. And it's just a hilarious, like a hilarious, but like also emotional like journey so he's like driving through these different states and stuff like that but anyways so at the beginning it's like yeah you can see she doesn't trust him she won't take any treats or food out of his hand or anything like that um what else is it he like left her alone in the truck to go in and get something and comes back out and she's like chewed the friggin seats apart yeah and he's like no he's like no no and then um so he's like so pissed at her so he takes a hot dog and fills it with like I think a bunch of Benadryl or something and then like throws it in the <laughs> yeah. truck and then he's like laughing at her and he's like haha having a nice nap eh like, like <laughs> <laughs> continues the drive so there's like that too it's like I, I guess he was just like a super like un- unknown dog person because like yeah. he would leave a dog like that alone in the truck and then, um, and he has his own agenda too, right? So he's like traveling through and like, so he's in this one state and I think it's like, he's in Portland. I think it's Portland, Oregon. 
that's like known for being like a super green and like socially conscious like state and stuff like that so Channing Tatum's at this bar one night and he's trying to meet chicks and oh yeah like do you remember that and it's like a specific yes. group of people they're like oh how do you feel like being part of a political agenda like <laughs> a tool of an advanced political and he's like oh yeah no like totally he's like this army dude that's just trying you know <laughs> to get a hookup for the night and the dog's in the truck so he keeps striking out with all these different woman at the bar and then he's going back to his truck and he's like talking to the dog and these two girls go by and they have like these two tiny little dogs and they're like oh my god is that a belgian mal <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like he's like yeah and then like ends up like going back to like these these two girls house and but again leaves the dog in the truck the dog's like barking like crazy they're in the house and they're like these total like Birkenstock wearing they're like talking about how they're feeling one another's energies so that they can <laughs> connect guess. like on a sexual like level or whatever and then some dude outside sees like the dog like barking on stop in the truck and is like ready to boop, boop the window <laughs> boop the window <laughs> <laughs> with the rock and stuff like that and like he comes out like they're like no you need to go like check on your dog and then he goes outside and he's like don't like don't don't like do that please like she, she's like and the, like the guy doesn't listen throws a rock through the window and the dog attacks like this dude and then the whole night's like over from there and so or just like driving in the car and you hear him like talking he talks to the dog a lot like usually like yeah behavior and being like yeah and and the thing is, is that at the the whole uh, trip like after the funeral then he has to return the dog to the base there for her to be put down because nobody wants her and she's deemed basically like an aggressive like project yeah or whatever you know when he sorry I'm cutting you off I'm thinking no. about when he pretends to be blind yes <laughs> yes and he brings the dog to a hotel oh my god that was the best so that was like one of the next oh yeah no 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 the next one was they were at a stop and the dog takes off into the woods. And so he's like, oh. no, like, and, and gets lost. So he ends up at like this house. So he, the, the dog, he's fo- trying to follow the dog. And then he sees this big, like sort of greenhouse thing. And so he, <laughs> he walks in and it's like a, they're growing marijuana like crazy. So he's walking into this greenhouse and he's like, where are you? He's like, dog, dog, get over here, dog. Like, and like trying to, and then next thing you know, he gets like um, a horse tranquilizer dart shot into his butt <laughs> and wakes up like in this shed. And this guy who's not like this dude is like telling him like, I know who you are and you're coming for my stuff and who sent you this time. And so he's like an off the grid, like marijuana grower or whatever. And then um, so Channing Tatum like escapes from the garage and goes into the house and has like an ax and is like ready to like take this guy out. And then like he hears this conversation between this mystery dude and his wife in the other room and she's like for god's sakes what are you doing let him go who cares like nah, nah, nah. and like all this stuff and then he comes in to the room and it turns out like <laughs> she it's like this super hippie wife who's just like making her own marijuana products and she's like she has the dog in the room and the dog's like sitting right there with her like at her beck and call and she's hand feeding the dog and channing tatum's like okay like slowly putting how down do you do that? That? <laughs> he, he was like yeah like how how'd you get her to eat out of your hand like that she's like i i didn't get her to i like let her and like she's like there's something in in lulu's paw that she's trying to like address and stuff like that and 
she's soaking it and making it better and then she just says like um she's like all right she's like let's all freaking calm down here you guys are being like ridiculous we're gonna get the dog taken care of and she's like and here now each you guys go take a lot take a lollipop and go and be friends so (laughs) and this like dude is like ex ex military as well and the other thing is Channing, Channing Tatum was given this book that came from the guy who passed away. And it was like this book that I guess they give to sh- soldiers when they're going through like PTSD and all these different things to do artwork and do stuff or write down things that you're grateful for. And anyways, the, and th- in that book, there's also like a CD of Lulu's like it's called Lulu's greatest hits. And he's like, what is this? Like a bunch of music she listened to. And he's like, no, that's like her, her body cam. So it's like literally just like a, 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 a video of her, her taking at war. Down, yeah. Her <laughs> at war. Yeah. Taking down people, <laughs> kicking butt and taking names anyways. And uh, so him and the military guy are like eating these cannabis lollipops and they're like dying laughing together and they make this relationship. And then he, <laughs> The, the wife is like so hilarious she's like total hippie and then she's like do you want me to read your dog's aura for you so they're sitting in this room like all high on like cannabis lollipops and she's like yeah I see a big bed in her future and and like a hot meal and like <laughs> and then the, the husband's like all right you're ridiculous shut this down like she says some other stuff too that Channing Tatum's like totally on board with because he's like super high and like out to lunch but anyway (laughs) so then the next scene is they go into the city and um Channing Tatum is all dressed up and like with like military like identified stuff like on a nice collared tee with nice dress pants and he's wearing like blind person glasses and like has a, a walking stick and then Lulu the dog and goes into this like hotel pretending to be a blind like veteran of war yeah and so they give them a free room like and i guess that's something in the states like they love war veterans and give them deals different places stuff like that so they're in this like the hotel room together and so he's trying to coax the dog into the bathtub he's like you stink and he's like trying to get and, and all the things that like he starts trying to talk to her like the 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 woman did like at the weed compound <laughs> come on come on lulu come on lulu you want know, you want because and the woman kept calling lulu nugget he's like come on nugget you want to come in and you can see the dog's kind of like starting to like <laughs> anyways and then the next scene is just the two of them in the bathtub together and he's like full like soaping her up fully and everything like that (laughs) getting her all clean and then anyway so he goes to like go out and leave the dog in the hotel room and you can see the dog starting to attach to him too because the dog is like not having him like leaving and it's sad yeah he gets the dog again he's like all right let's try this got us some chicks the last time like let's go out again together so they're going through the lobby and Lulu sees like a gentleman dressed in like um uh middle eastern garb so like the long um, mm-hmm. shirt and like the hat around the top and the guy has a beard like looking like very like from Afghanistan or the different places where Lulu I'm sure did her duty and so she's triggered and she like and Channing Tatum loses like his hold on her and she chases this guy down through the lobby and like attacks this guy so they wind up in jail <laughs> <laughs> and, and then all and, of a sudden Channing Tatum is not blind <laughs> yeah exactly and he's I like oh my see. god I can see <laughs> <laughs> and this type of thing so um 
like that happens too. And then he goes to another state where um, there's another individual. So he gets himself out of that situation. And then he goes to the state where there was another guy from their battalion that has Lulu's brother, I think it is. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, this is where you really start to see like the sort of plot like progress. So like he's with this, um, he goes to visit this guy and he's like, sorry, I didn't mean to like crash your place. But he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, come on. So he goes into the backyard and this guy has like a total like humble, but like a beautiful home. And he's there with his two kids. And then he starts trying to get Channing Tatum to connect to the dog more too. So they have like the big dog suits in the back because I guess this guy was like all about training and still engaging with the dog. And so he's trying to get Channing Tatum to wear the suit. And he's like, you got to make it fun for her. And this is like how she trains. And this is what's going to like fulfill her but she doesn't trust you so like you need to make it fun so Channing Tatum's wearing this like big dog suit thing and he's like trying to again coax the dog but she won't she's just like barking and like won't even engage and type of thing and anyways so they end up like continuing on their journey and the truck like breaks down at one point and they end up like it's it's like raining out and the other, like the other thing is like I think Channing Tatum had a wife and a daughter and he tries to go and visit them but you can tell like he's still rock bottom and like the wife the ex-wife or whatever doesn't want him to be part of their lives mm-hmm. and wh- while he was staying with this other guy that had Lulu's brother like he was just saying like you know giving him tips on how to get out of the rock bottom that he's in and he's like it means talking to like he's like for me it's talking to God and Channing Tatum's like God he's like God can be anything, man. He's like, it can be this dog if you want, as long as you're talking. It can be a men's group. It can be whatever, but you need to be talking and this type of stuff. Yeah. And Channing Tatum was sort of starting to do that with the dog throughout the trip. Like whenever, I talk to my dog all the time when I'm alone. Me too. (laughs) And I make them answer. Yes. (laughs) And that sort of thing. Anyways, and they, um, so the, it all comes to a head on this, like, one night, the truck breaks down, they're in the rain, they get into this barn, and there's a storm outside, so even the storm, like, the, the thunder is triggering the dog, and he's trying to get the dog to come down, calm down, and then he, like, has a bit of a breakdown or whatever, the dog bites him, I think, because he's just like, what the, like, what the hell's your problem, and they just, like, yell and, like, have this fight together, and then... He was just like, how about me? Like, come at me then. Like, you know what I mean? And like, she doesn't. And he goes outside and then they end up just like snuggling up together in this barn and bonding essentially. And he's like, yeah, you told me we just needed to have a fight. Like I would have done it sooner. (laughs) Like all this sort of thing. So he ends up like bringing her, like walking to where the funeral is, like walking the rest of the way. And at one point she lays down and it's hot because they're like out in the middle of the frigging desert. And he carries the dog on his shoulders to the funeral. And then, like, they get there. And, like, even, like, him just talking about it, he's, like, they have, like, no clue what we've done. And they just want this moment of, like, the dog, like, perfectly at the side of, like, the person's grave. And he's, like, saying, like, I know you're going to get triggered by those guns when they fire, like, the shots into the air. Like, yeah. military person's funeral and stuff. And so they get to the funeral. And that part's, like, really emotional because she like goes over and lies on like the soldier's boots like at the grave yeah all this kind of stuff like it's super emotional and then so the funeral ends and then he's supposed to take her to the compound where they're gonna get down he's like she's gotten a lot better you know like she you might want to tell them to do an assessment 
And then he's like driving away and you can see the dog going like berserk, like in the rear view mirror. And he just stops and he's like, do you want to know what? Like she, she, she just needs her best. Like, I'm just going to take her. And like, <laughs> and so he, he takes the dog and like takes off and then makes all those changes in his life. Like as a result. Yeah. And you see him joining the men's group with the dude that he was talking to previously and then you see him rebuilding the relationship with his daughter and you see him just spending time with his dog like good quality time with his dog and you can just see that that's that all you need is a dog to solve all thanks, your life's lulu. problems <laughs> thanks lulu so that's the movie in a nutshell sorry to spoil like absolutely everything but we just like to me it's just like it really highlights like different moments in the movie of how to build trust and how to communicate with each other. And that the, the therapeutic difference a, an animal can make on your life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And we're looking up some articles here and um, there's one here on how to build a therapeutic relationship with your dog. So this kind of goes hand in hand with, well, some of, some of what we saw in the movie so the first one here is determine needs, right? So um, depending on the type of breed that you have, they might need, like, for example, in the movie um, where he's at his friend's house and like his friend tells him, like, this is what like she would do, right? Like the training. Yes. Um, so this kind of what she needs in her life. Um, and they say here, like, and think about a chihuahua hiking along distances or hanging out on your paddleboard. Um, maybe not the best breed for that. <laughs> if you want to go on long hikes, get a chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to think about your dog, too, and their needs and do that together. And that's, you know, you build a relationship that way and some trust. And it's just figuring it out right out the get-go. So when even if you're thinking about getting a dog, yeah, it's like choosing the one that's going to match like what you feel like you need. And we've talked mm-hmm. about that on several episodes. But yeah. like, you, like you said, bringing it back to the movie, he's not going to be like just sitting around like on a couch with this dog that's been trained for war. So you have to engage them by keeping those skills up to date because that's their driving and motivation, their motivating force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next one here is communication. So the two-way two-way listening is key to any healthy relationship. And responsible ownership is no different. And they say here like seeking out and committing to high quality training is liberating because it removes unnecessary distractions and allows us to spend quality time on more important activities. Uh, good training is a combination of both of us listening and responding to each other. So listening, you know, what your dog, listening to your dog. Like if you see that your dog um, like is hesitant Has, to do things, um, paying attention, yeah, paying attention to their body language, their behaviors. And it's not just about them listening to you and what you want and what you tell them to do yeah and and i think that's that's sorry i'm gonna i'm if i keep interrupting just just no, just turn ahead. off my mic but i was gonna say <laughs> this is what i like about a balanced training approach 
is that you're hands-on communicating back and forth with your dog that like yes I want you to do these things and no not these and it's about finding the right tool or way of communicating with them Mm -hmm. and some people think of that as like a super negative thing like you know things like prong collars or things like e-collars and stuff like that but it's not and it doesn't have to be if you know how to use them in the right way where again you're not harming your dog you're you're they're learning to listen so that to communicate so that you two are on the same page and then can do all the fun stuff so that you don't have your dog chewing up your truck seats (laughs) yeah and for example this weekend we had two sets of friends come over for dinner so we had friends Friday night and we had friends Saturday night and it was two very like different experiences with Ralph and Millhouse where on Friday um, they did not get as much exercise and they were more I'm gonna say it annoying (laughs) (laughs) and then Saturday we were able to bring them to the park spend that energy so that's also them communicating like hey Like we are way well behaved when we've had an outlet to spend our energy. Exactly. When their needs were met. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can't expect your dogs to behave if they're, you know, they're buzzing. It's like after like a day of work. Yeah. Being home and cooped up. It's like asking like a kid with severe ADHD to like sit down perfectly still and quiet in a classroom yep yep um our next item here is become exercise buddies so build a a healthy lifestyle um individuals who have ptsd anxiety depression um other types of conditions dogs are always like they make you go out and exercise like you, you go for walks you go for hikes Um, you know, you can go for a bike ride, you have your dog with you and it definitely helps like your, your overall mental health. So yeah, they could be exercise buddies. And even I noticed that like, like, so if you guys have heard my dad regularly walks my dogs for me on a daily basis. So I don't do a whole lot of like dog walking, but like I've made a point of taking them out like the spring more like, and that's more for me, a personal like exercise thing. But I find when I'm the one taking them out on walks and, or for these exercise things together that they listen and they're more attentive to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, what was I going to say? I was going to mention something. Oh, yeah. Like, during the winter, I would be a hermit. Like, I would never go outside. Yep. But because I have dogs, I go for walks. I go to the park. I get some fresh air. <laughs> and you have a snow dog. <laughs> I do have a snow dog. <laughs> he loves the snow. So it makes the winter more enjoyable when you see this, like, floof just, like, friggin' prancing around. <laughs> the snow having the best time of his life. He's like, wee! yeah it does he's so funny yeah he is um next one here meet new friends together yes so it says here dogs can act as a social lubricant and that is so so true Mm -hmm. um if you take your dog for a walk in your neighborhood you're for sure going to meet new people they're going to stop talk to you they want to pet your dog they want to say hi you're going to meet new people at the dog park um, they're gonna you're gonna talk about your dogs together so definitely meet new people 
um, meet new doggy friends too. You're going to boop snoots. Yes. <laughs> with, with humans. And the only thing I would say about this is, but again, uh, making sure that you're determining your dog's needs first before this, because if you have yes. a dog like Lulu who needs to wear a muzzle and is going to kill anybody that she sees, you probably don't <laughs> want to be taking her to an off-leash dog park. So no, no, <laughs> you need to work, work on that first before going to yeah. meet the friends. Yeah. Um, sensory stimulus studies have found that stroking a pet has a common calming effect and can lead to reduced stress and lower blood pressure and your dog loves it yep a belly belly rubbing session Mm -hmm. scratching behind the ears Mm -hmm. scratching their noggin yeah yes and i know like i always see ralph he'll if you're sitting on a chair he's gonna sit to his back to you and then he'll look at you like he'll put his head up like hey <laughs> like scratch my head yeah yeah make time and protect that time so dogs live in the moment um other than missing us when we're gone and wanting to please us they don't worry about what happened yesterday and what might happen tomorrow so make time for your doggy build that relationship with your doggy um you know, you're, you're your dog's, I remember this, like, quote, you're your dog's whole life. It's true. It is true. It is true. So it's make that true. time for them. And companion companionship, perhaps the most famous benefit a responsible dog guardianship and is companionship. So, you know, that comes with building your relationship and having a trusting relationship it eases anxiety, offers comfort, increases self-confidence, um, and help us become more mindful with our pooches. Yes, and and this is where it's like, if you're thinking about getting a dog, you need to be mindful of that because you don't want your dog to be another chore where it's like, oh, well, I have to clean up after them, and oh, blah, blah, and, and it turns out to be something that you're not enjoying and you're not getting th- these wonderful benefits out of the pet. You have to invest and earn that beautiful relationship that you can have together. Dogs don't come like perfect, ready to go in the American ideal home where they they're running out to get the newspaper for you and sit sitting at your side perfectly waiting for and letting and resting when you are like, no, you have to work to make that happen Mm -hmm. and to meld your lives together. So, you know, it's one of the most common reasons why dogs get returned is because people like like the notion of having a dog but are unwilling to put the work and the time into building the 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 relationship that that you need with one so you know like a baby comes along or oh our family is too young and too busy we didn't have time for the dog it's like think about this beforehand man yeah be, and like be... thinking thinking your dog is gonna go get the newspaper Maybe, but that usually takes a lot of training. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Or even to walk on a leash like perfectly well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you have to put you you have to make time for the dog when getting a dog to build those things and make them happen. They don't happen yeah. on their own because they, they don't. don't know. They just don't know. They don't know. You speak two different languages, so you got to find yeah. a common ground. Yeah. Yes. So all so, that yeah. to say, <laughs> yeah, go watch, just, go watch sorry. the dog. Yeah. Watch that movie. It's good. Beautiful. And 
work towards having a loving and therapeutic relationship with your dog. It will benefit both of you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. And before we let you go, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting us at Let's Boobs Newts. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I order all my food for Ralph and Millhouse from Holy Raw, and I have only great things to say about them. So we're so thankful to have them as a sponsor. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. Thank you. And also a big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 Lacal Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 to 7 p.m., with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hot Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram, at Stray Dog Brewing Co., and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Merci. Merci. And make sure to join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Boop. Boop. (laughs) 